hot Christmas Under the grapevines out the back With fancy croissants for breaking And lunch is a barbie and prawns If we ordered them in time Hi, I'm Andrew Delfredi And I'm David Hempill And I'm Michael Dorinda And I'm Jake Bennett And I'm TJ Miller and, and welcome, welcome to the second Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That was pretty tight. That was pretty I got like a quarter of that in there. We're going to make it work. We're pros. We are pros. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the North Meets South Meets Dads and Dev Meets TJ Miller Christmas Podcast Extravaganza, the second annual one. We did this for the first time last year. Uh, I think it was just kind of on a whim. We all decided to just do this. And so this year we are including TJ Miller in the mix. So we're super stoked to have TJ on and uh, should be fun time. So I think we're just going to kind of talk about our years and do a little summary of things that we've learned, have some fun holiday cheer stuff, and hope that David can make it through it with us, uh, popping some Advil, some Tylenol over there. David, what happened tonight? I popped a rib out today at sparring. Oh my gosh! Several times actually. What the heck? I kept going. What happened? <laughs> Tell me about this. Um, I was in a like a clinch position, and my coach actually punched me in the the floating <laughs> oh. rib, the bottom one. Is there like Dang. liability or some sort of like contract? Or, or a <laughs> you sign waiver? a waiver. You, yeah, you sign a waiver. Okay, okay. And I was like, oh, that feels interesting. And then uh, we were doing this thing called the body triangle. And so, like, he's got my back, and then he's just basically squeezing the crap out of my ribs. And I'm like, that, that's an interesting feeling. I haven't felt that before. And, you know, pain doesn't really register with me. It's just kind of, like, information that comes in. But then <laughs> we were doing some drills, and it was definitely starting to, like, smart a little bit. And then the final straw was I just felt it going go inside my, like, mm-hmm. further into my body. Oh, I was my like, gosh. Something's not right so here. Tell it's me- like a whole bone moving, you know? So tell me about this. So like the bottom rib floats. Is it actually float? Uh, I mean, that's just what they call it. The bottom one, I think. Floating rib. Okay. All right. Um, but well, yeah, apparently the cartilage like folded under. And so the rib was just kind of sitting at a 90 degree or something like that. Mm. And so I had to like move a certain way to get it to pop back into place. Nah, nah. Well, I was worried. I was worried that <laughs> there might be a possibility you might not join us, but you're toughing it out. So I appreciate it. Yeah. And I look like I got stung by a bunch of bees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, many times. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, that's awesome. He does it for the enjoyment. He loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So before we get too far in, um, Michael, I wanted to harass you real quickly. What the heck, Safari? You use Safari for browsing? Yeah, all my general browsing Safari. Why? Only, Tell me well, why. Only, is... only because it syncs between all of my devices. So, you know, it works on my iPhone and my iPad and my Mac at work and my Anybody Mac else? here. Anybody else get that? Doesn't Chrome, else the same Chrome does that, right? I mean, I, I can open multiple tabs and things. Mm. Yeah. It's not, as, it's not as clean. Like, I use Safari for daily browsing for quite a while because it, like, how tightly it integrates into iOS. It's just, like, yeah. really nice to be able to, like, You guys use, like, the iCloud keychain? I don't use the keychain, but you can like sync your tabs and stuff. So you, I can pull mm-hmm. up in Safari and look at all the tabs I have open on my phone and like pop them open on like my browser and my computer. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I think you can do that in Chrome, Andrew. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you can. I, I, do that. I was just curious to hear that. Yeah. Um, so TJ, tell us a little bit about this new hotness with Firefox. Quant- is it 
what is it quantum quantum yeah i don't know i i gave it a shot and i've gone like all in on it for daily browsing and development so what have you noticed about it like what's different or i don't know it seems to like bog my system down it seems to be like a little less memory hungry than chrome okay um sure. dev tools are pretty solid but i haven't gotten like deep into like dev tool land so it's not like I'm, i've been doing like a, a lot of heavy javascript where i think you know chrome's got some dev tools that may like make it a little nicer like the view like sure. the, the view dev tools like the react stuff where you can actually get like oh yeah, yeah, view yeah. x mm-hmm. and redux right. replaying i don't know if that's available in firefox so that may be like a deal breaker for development but yeah i haven't had to deal with that right now so i don't know it's been i've been really happy with it yeah there's that's a cool view, yeah i've seen view a lot dev of people tools plug in for firefox as well which is handy oh cool is that really yeah, already I, huh like is that for yeah the, for the latest Firefox, or was it has it been there for a while? Well, I only went looking for it because I was doing some dev. So I'm using Quantum as well at work for development, and I went looking for the plugin because I realized it wasn't there, and it was in the in their web store or whatever it's called. So it works exactly like the Chrome one. It's released by Vue or by by Evan, so it's the yeah. official deal, and it you know works exactly the same as what it does in Chrome, which is really helpful. Yeah, yep. that's very cool. Every time I get into Firefox and, and like developer tools, I feel like I'm back in Firebug yeah. days. The original, man. Do you remember that? Gosh, when Firebug yeah, became a thing, it was awesome. Do you remember being able to install like the Firebug snippet so you can do stuff in IE? Yeah, oh, for sure. Had, oh, yeah, it was like IE 6 and 7 for me back then when I started doing Firebug stuff. That was the crazy times, man. I think- what did we do before you could inspect and like change CSS in line? What did we do? Like it was so painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change and refresh, and change, refresh, and, refresh yeah. and change and oh. refresh. <laughs> horrible. It's horrible. It was bad. All right. So, so uh, here's what we've kind of got on the schedule for today. So we've wanted to talk about things we learned this year, best memories, favorite books or movies. We're looking forward to this next year and then something fun. Uh, now, my idea for something fun was two things. Number one, karaoke. <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew said he vetoed that idea. Yeah. Uh, he said, no, singing terrifies me. So, uh, hello, we'll darkness, my old friend. <laughs> uh, a troll's tribute. Yes. Uh, any, yeah. of you guys, any of you guys have kids that love trolls? Oh, oh yeah. Big oh, time. Oh. Yeah. David, don't you guys like your kids live on trolls, right? It's on repeat. I have a special <laughs> HDMI input just for trolls. Yeah. <laughs> Issa just sits there and looks at it all day long. Yeah. Yep. She oh, believes man. she is Poppy. My son, we were, I was driving him home from school the other day and he started talking about the one that farts glitter. And every time I said it, he just like couldn't stop laughing. Guy Diamond. Guy Diamond. Yeah. That's right. Guy Diamond. He's like, that yeah. one's named Chenille. And I'm like, buddy, I've seen it enough times to know that you're totally wrong. There's another one that farts. <laughs> glitter too but i don't remember his name he's a gold all right here we go i'm gonna see if i can find some trolls trivia because one of the things i wanted to do is instead of karaoke maybe do some trivia stuff so i'm gonna see if i can find a couple things and see david how well versed you actually are okay. in this movie <laughs> um let's see here i've got a kind of funny nope. troll story i could say after this hit me let's hear it go all for right it. while you're doing this so when i was like eight years old i lived in las vegas and i had i lived in this little suburb neighborhood and a couple of my friends and I, you know how as a kid you would throw like footballs in the street or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you yeah, guys ever sure, experienced yeah. that. Yeah, or you would throw them over the street when cars were going by. So you would like throw your Nerf football over, right? For yeah. sure. Well, so we had this like troll doll that was looked like it was a armored troll doll. 
but he had green hair and it was just plastic or rubber or whatever, but it looked metal. Well, it was like eight o'clock at night and I took this troll doll and it was dark. And when a car came down the street, I threw it over the car, but I missed and I threw it right in front of the car and the car <laughs> hit it. And the, oh, the, this person stopped and got out of the car. And I guess he saw me or my friend. Well, he saw my friend because he got out of his car and chased my friend down and picked him up <laughs> and, and slammed him against the, a garage door on the, the from the neighbor across the street. And just started beating them on the uh, against the garage, and so we had to call the police. <laughs> oh my and they gosh! Took off. Whoa! And, yeah, it was my first encounter with like a police officer. He came over, talked to my friend and I, and he's like, "You know, you shouldn't have done that, right?" And he's asking us questions. And anyway, it was my lesson. That's my troll story. <laughs> and how, how old were you when this happened? I was like eight. He was seven. It was terrifying. <laughs> he's peaked the seven-year-old. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was slamming a man against this garage. That was wow. It what scared the, the heck? heck out of me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's terrifying. Well, I'm striking out on finding uh, quiz questions for trolls. So, <laughs> sorry about that. We're okay. gonna have to, sk- or unless unless we want to just come up with them off the cuff. All right. So, what's the name of the young king? King oh. Gristle Jr. Well, he's Prince Gristle Jr. until his father passes away. Then he's King Gristle. Nice. Wow. Dang. That was way <laughs> too fast, David. <laughs> what song um, did they sing when they like walked into the little town? Oh, oh, I know this one. Yep. That's by the Monsters, isn't it? Monsters? Is that the right name? This is your opportunity was... to sing, Jake. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, You're talking oh, about the Bergen song? Yep. 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 The Bergen song. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm feeling mm. glad I yep. got sunshine. Sunshine in a bag. Gorillas. Yep. The gorillas. Gorillas. Yeah. That's it. Originally yeah, by monsters, gorillas, gorillas with a Z. Got them. Yes. Yes. Okay. What's the name of the pizza shop that they do roller skating at? Oh. That's a good what one. I don't know. They all have funny names. Oh, okay. I, cause I don't even know this one. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't look it up. I don't know if they showed the pizza. Well, it, yeah, it does have a name. Welcome to such and such. What an arcade game. Enjoy your tokens. Yeah. Whatever. Enjoy the. Is there is is there a name, David? There is a name, cause the guy. I think the guy says the name, but I can't remember that. All of the like places are like funny names. There is it. Disfrutum the pizza. Dis. Did I say that right? Das Frutum de Pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Das Frutum de Pizza. <laughs> I had to look that up. No, that's not it. That's not it. Hold on one second. That's like in a different language. <laughs> not it. Hold on. Is, is that a, is a Mario hat, easy Michael? Too. It's like... Hey, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> it's Cappy. I'm all cool just hanging out, talking to you guys. I've been looking forward to this all week, just chilling. It's been good. It will be good. I'm back. Yep. Good. Welcome. Michael, you have a hat. Oh my gosh. Did this already get talked about? Yeah. Literally just as you stepped away. This is my cappy when oh, when Ray so pre-ordered the the new Mario for the shift. Apparently that it came with for the shift? The Nintendo Shift? Switch? Switch. Not shift. Switch. Okay, I was Switch. so confused. Laravel Shift. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Laravel <laughs> Shift. The Switch Shift. Got it. So yeah. Very so nice. I, the first time I played it for like six hours, I just sat there wearing this this cap. <laughs> and it was it was on my desk next to me, and I figured, well, you're all talking about trolls, which I haven't seen, so I'll just put this stupid hat on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You haven't even seen trolls? Well, I don't have kids, so when we do watch, I mean, we watch kids. Do they movies, release it? Have they released it in Australia yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix, so we'll get around okay. to it. Um, it's worth okay. watching, yeah. man. Definitely without it kids. It is. It's a super yeah. good movie. Well, I mean, we normally yeah. watch kids' movies. We just haven't gotten around to this one yet. I watched Moana okay, many, many so, times. Since we're... Oh yeah, that's eh, decent. 
Oh yeah, I got um, that oh, list. Decent. <laughs> it's decent. Well, I took my kids to it. I took my kids to it, and my daughter was terrified yeah. the entire time. The lava monster the, freaked her out. So oh, it was, man. And the, it was not the giant, fun. the giant underwater crab. Yeah, that that's was a funny. pretty intense yeah. scene, actually. That it is. Yeah, whole yeah, it is. Like I was kind of freaked out looking at the kids that in, that were in the theater around me, going, "You know, are they gonna are they gonna peek here?" <laughs> 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 so um while we're on the topic of movies why don't we do favorite books and movies for the year mm-hmm. so does i mean i think it'd be helpful or more fun maybe if we limited it to like things that we've read this year or things that we've watched this year just to kind of keep it like like scope it somehow yeah so uh who wants to start best or favorite movie and or books either or you could do both why don't we start why don't we just start with uh let's see we're gonna do the straight lineup andrew all right start us out yeah, that sounds great. Uh, so, gosh, we don't watch a lot of movies at our house. So I think one of the only movies that I watched this whole year was Wonder Woman. Really? But yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think about it, but I don't remember watching any other movie. I, I know I wanted to watch Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but we never got around yeah. to it. Yeah. I know that was supposed to be good. So no, I'm going to say Wonder Woman because it's the only movie that we watched, and I actually really liked it. I thought it was Did a great, you really? great movie. Yeah. I mean, it was... Probably one of my favorite superhero movies. I, I was really a big Man of Steel fan. I, not, I haven't seen Justice League, but I know that hadn't got great reviews, but I thought Wonder yeah. Woman was pretty good. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. And we read a lot of books here. So, gosh, that's going to be a kind of a hard one. I started the Will of Time <laughs> series, which oh, is like God. a. Like Dude, a, that's like. Yeah. That's like books. a nerd dumb staple. Like, if yeah. you finish the Wheel of Time, you've arrived in yeah. the. In the uh, in, you know. <laughs> yep. So, like. I had the goal of reading 35 books this year. It's wow. kind of up from last year, and I'm up to like 25, so I'm not really going to make it. But I've read some big ones. So I started on Wheel of Time. I did three of those this year, and I read all the Expanse series, which is like Leviathan Wakes. Yeah. Uh, all those. That's a, you got me started on those. Yeah, Sci-Fi uh, Channel has a series out on that as well, but the books are pretty good. And uh, there's a lot of others that I read, but I think I'm going to have to say The Wheel of Time was my favorite it's classic it's well written it's fun and really immersive so just as a favorite. side note here so um andrew and mine our origin story is actually around reading i believe i think it so is So andrew you were talking a lot about uh, on twitter about like books you were reading and stuff and i was like who is this guy and so i, I looked at your like reading list that you put together for 2016 i think you said this is yeah. like a 2016 reading list it's like the martian and a whole bunch of other stuff and i was like oh this looks really interesting so i started reading them I was like, oh my gosh. So I found a love for reading I really that I had never really had before because yeah. I was reading all these amazing books. And so I've really, Andrew has been my go-to guy for any like reading stuff for the last year and a half, two years pretty much. So uh, yeah, you pulled me into The Expanse this year. I got three books in. I think I finished two and I was on the third and I stopped for a little bit and then yeah. I've been bouncing around on other books. Yep. Um, kind of have to take yeah. a break from those big ones once in a while, but it's a good story. You know, you get to know the characters and you kind of get connected with them a bit. And yeah, reading is my that thing. That was a fun was, one. Yeah. That was a fun one. David, how about you? Do you get to read anything non technical this year or technical? doesn't matter. Or watch movies other than uh, trolls? Well, we know from Dads and Dev episode two that I don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> and when, and when he does read books, I don't, I don't let him say what book it is. Oh, yeah. Remember I was that? supposed to say what book it was that I did read, which I don't even remember now. Well, that was last year. <laughs> uh, so I didn't read any books, I don't think. Not that so movies. What do you got from movies? But I did watch a fair amount of movies, and these, the following are my favorites. Right, Logan. Yeah. Logan was a real good movie. 
I really liked the hard R that it provided. Yeah. It provided a, a grittiness for the character. It yep, really was, yeah. It's sure. like the Logan everybody knew was under the skin. Yeah. 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 And then Blade Runner, I liked the the reboot or the the sequel. I don't know if you guys are Blade Runner fans. I haven't fans. seen that one. You know, I haven't even seen the original, which is really hard to say because I know it's like classic. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it either. My goodness. Have any of you seen Blade Runner? I saw the, yeah, I watched the original one in a, in a lead up to seeing 2049, but I still haven't yeah. seen 2049 and I didn't, like, I didn't get Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I, uh, not an action movie. No, no, I dug it. Like, I've seen the original. We've been really itching, like, Laurel, my wife, and myself have been like, Really itching to go out and see 2049. Just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, it's a lot better than the original as far as production quality and the story's more fleshed out and less obvious 80s references. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I think Wonder Woman nice. was a good movie. I liked it a lot. Powerful woman doing powerful things. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Coco. Great oh, movie. I want to see it. Coco? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's the new Pixar one, right? Yeah. My Did it just so come good. out? Yep. Yeah, my son okay. went and saw it. I've been, I've been. Uh, he's, he's like, Dad, we got to go see it again. Like, you have to go see it. My, my, my parents took him. So, oh, that's sweet. Probably happened in the near future. Yeah, I'm, yeah. S- I'm seared emotionally, but I cried at that movie. <laughs> so, oh wow, <laughs> man. And a few, uh, like, what do they call them? Runner-ups or whatever. Honorable mentions: Baby Driver. Oh yeah, uh, that was mine. Dang it, David. Yeah. <laughs> Kingsman, Dang the you. Golden Circle. What I was that saying one? that King, yet? Kingsman, the Golden Circle. It's uh, okay. No, I haven't seen it. It's the uh, a sequel to the original Kingsman, which was better, but this one was fun. And then Alien Covenant. Ooh man, Alien! I'm gonna write that down right now. Yeah, really big I'm fan sorry. of like where what they did with Prometheus, and they didn't quite yeah. go there with Alien Covenant. You know, it was supposed to be Prometheus too, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but they made it more of an. I really alien liked movie. Prometheus. I really liked that. Yeah, that was so good. So it was a, okay, dude. I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. <sighs> It's quite frightening, actually. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm so excited. Cool. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Dorinda, I, I look every time I look at your head, it feels like it's fake. That hat, it feels. Like, <laughs> it's it looks too real. It's a lie. Yeah. It shouldn't be a Mario associated thing. No. It be, offends my senses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take it off. <laughs> um, All right, Michael. Books you. or m- books or movies? What uh, you got well, for us? yeah. I I've only really seen a few. Uh, movies this year i was gonna say wonder woman because that was really good but david already not david andrew already did that and i guess david as well so most recently thor ragnarok i thought was really good mm-hmm. i've never i've never really been into the thor movies I'm a, I'm a big fan of marvel in general but the thor movies have always sort of been a more serious outlier to to the rest of the cinematic universe but i thought ragnarok was it was a lot of fun the story was was good the it was just something different Jeff Goldblum stole, stole the story for me, well, the screen for me. So um, I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. Yeah, so that was that was really good. Um, I think Spider-Man Homecoming was really good as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Only only because I said to Ray when we were in New York for Laracon, I said we have to, when we're in New York, we have to see Spider-Man. So we went and saw that in IMAX. Oh, that's cool. And that was, was, a good that was loads of fun. Because we don't have IMAX in Adelaide. We'd have to go to Sydney or Melbourne, I think. So it's not practical. So that was that was good. Books. The only one I've read this year, I think, is um, Rework by uh, Jason okay. Fried and David Heinemeier Hansen, which was pretty good. Worth another read. Cool. Cool. Uh, TJ, how about you, man? Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp as uh, David. I'm not much of a reader. 
I did kind of like force my way through a couple books. Deep work um, yeah. was like, I, I was already like pretty aligned with the, like with the philosophies of the book, but it was just laid out really well. And I think it definitely had like an impact. And uh, I also got through rework uh, as well. Like that was, that was a great book. Sweet. As far as like movies go, uh, Logan totally up there for this year. It was pretty dark. I was, yeah, I was really depressed afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I was like super sad though when it was over. <laughs> like, yeah. And I don't know if it came out this year, but I watched it this year. Uh, Arrival. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that this, that year? Was really this year too? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That that was emotionally painful for me especially yeah don't want to spoil yeah, it for anybody I mean, but that was holy that crap. came at a key time too in the year for me so yeah <laughs> yeah i like i think it was really uh it's different like i haven't seen another movie like that i thought it was really creative and yeah it definitely uh hit a chord yeah. Dude, I, I bought that movie after I watched it. Oh, I, I was like so moved by that movie. Seriously, like yeah. that was yeah. that's definitely now that you say it, I totally forgot to watch that movie this year. That's my top. That's my top pick, though, for yeah. sure. But it's from 2016. So is, is it? it? OK. OK. Yeah. Well, we only get to, we don't get to <laughs> see movies here in Alaska to like they come out on video. So it's yeah, I, I've seen you guys things, seen Ninja Turtles I get the, like, leftovers. It <laughs> was it Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. the original. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future just came out. It's, it's, it's so late. <laughs> what about you, Jake? Um, so yeah, I would say Arrival was my favorite for sure. Oh, dude, yeah, it was super emotional, super emotional. So this, I don't think this is a spoiler, but pretty early on in the movie, you see that like the lady deals with a sick child. Holy crap! Um, for anybody who's gone through stuff with like a sick kid, like those emotions lie so close to the surface. You don't even realize it like until something like that comes up. But, you know, you watch a movie like that and it's just like, oh, it brings up so much stuff. But it was like I felt like it was a very, very satisfactory like resolution to the movie. And oh, boy, it was it was just incredible, incredible. I was on a high for a couple of days after that one. Seriously, like I couldn't stop thinking about it. So, yeah, yeah. If you have not watched that. You need to watch that movie. So yeah freaking good there's some movies that are like that that leaves you kind of thinking and i get very emotionally drawn to stuff so like i, I don't mm-hmm. do well with movies too well so i get really drawn in yeah, emotionally yeah. and so like things like uh uh i don't know if you saw the fountain Mm-mm. with you with you uh jackman it was like that was during a time like my mother-in-law had just passed away and some some reason i ran this movie and watched it with my wife and it's all about that really this guy trying to save his wife from ca- with cancer you know, and it was just so out there, but it was abstract, but it was very emotional. And uh, Arrival was kind of one of those that did that to me as well. And I think Interstellar yeah. did a little bit for me as well in some ways. Um, yeah, that's they, true. Yeah, kind of gets really you good. thinking a lot, you know, about about stuff, but like important things, right? Yeah. Like what's important? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, as far as books, I. Uh, Oh, man, through work, we've read a lot of books this year, like going through leadership training and stuff. One that's been really cool and helpful for me has been Seven Habits of, Habits of Highly Highly Effective People. It is not a fun read at all. Like I would have never read it unless I was required to do so. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was a good read. That's really, really interesting. Um, and just a lot of practical applications in daily life. Um, fiction wise, uh, I read the Wool series, W-O-O-L, the Wool series. 
That was super good. Did you that read them all, really... Jacob? Or just I the read first them all. Oh, I, I read them all. I haven't read uh, past the first one. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. I read the huh? whole thing. Oh, I loved it. I nice. really loved it. I okay. felt like it was a super like the author is really good and he really gets you like he hooks you really quickly. Yeah. Um. So like the first book you read, and it's sort of like a mini chapter at the beginning and then he kind of launches into the story. And it's funny because it was like a serial book. Yeah. Meaning like it was exactly like The Martian, if you've ever read The Martian, yep. where like every chapter is like a mini book because they read it or they wrote it one chapter at a time. Like, well, of mm -hmm. course, every book is written one chapter at a time. I mean, that sounds stupid, but, <laughs> but, yeah. but like they released it one chapter at a time on the Internet. Right. So Wool started that way. So he made this like little mm -hmm. mini story and then people were like, oh, that's so good. Keep going. So he'd write a chapter at a time. Right. So there's like it ends up being like, I think there's, I don't know, like five or nine books or something crazy like that that he just kind of combined into like into like the whole thing yeah but they're really easy reads super fun super interesting a lot of twists and turns and um again like a big thing for me like i can't get to an end of, of like investing all that time and get to the end and be like a sucky ending that's just the mm. worst so yeah. these were th i loved the ending on these and then i ended up reading like two or three more books by that same author just these little short books that are like a couple hundred pages but they're very very Fun reads and quick reads. I think Beacon Twenty Three and then oh, another one. I read that like, one. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a really hilarious good. one, man, with a rock. Yeah. Oh, dude, Yo, I was sitting, holy crap! I was sitting in this Airbnb reading that book while my family was asleep. <laughs> this is earlier this year, and I started. <laughs> I was like May, I think, and I was reading it, and I sat there and just like cracked up so hard when he was talking to that rock. You ever like you ever I was like sitting my, next to your spouse oh, in bed, like yes. watching YouTube videos or yeah. something? And you like start shaking the bed, and they're like, yeah. "What are you doing? <laughs> it's like two in the morning. What are you doing?" Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, I knew that was another fun one. That's an easy read. So. Yep. Okay, done with my uh, book and, and movie stuff. All right. What else we got on the list here? That was fun, guys. That was really yeah. cool yeah. to like hear through that. Okay, uh, let's pick like a thing we learned this year. Uh, obviously, like as developers, we learn a ton of stuff. I'd have to say all you guys are more proficient in learning stuff uh, than I am. Really, I, I'm always blown away by the stuff that like, I, I really couldn't even pick one of you guys. I feel like all of you guys are totally that way. Serial learners. And I'm a learner too, but like I'm just always blown away by like the stuff that you guys can produce and put out there. So uh, we'll start with Andrew again. Andrew, what was like your thing that you learned this year that you were like, I was really excited to learn this or super happy to have learned it? Yeah. Wow. Um, You've done a lot of stuff this year, man. Yeah, I, there's been a lot. I think probably the number one thing, if I had to choose something, would be performance. Um, just yeah. like website app performance, being able to audit uh, your site as far as like load times, render times, uh, you know, decreasing jank for animations, being able to time all that stuff in uh, Chrome DevTools, not Safari or Firefox, by the way. Chrome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's got a really good set of features but the other ones are catching up i think they're doing good uh so yeah being able to do that has been a really good experience at the very beginning of this year uh my daughter was born uh on J january 6th and i started my learnperf.com site mm -hmm. which i haven't done a bit for uh, a bit with but it, i wrote like seven or eight articles on the uh low-hanging fruit of web performance and so it just talks a lot about the uh oh gosh i can't even think of the word now but just like how to load assets properly at the right time like your javascript and css and making sure you you know optimize your images and you know all kinds of things like that so it was a really good learning experience and i get to actually apply that pretty much every day at musicbed so i've been kind of the the performance go-to guy there and so it kind of lands on me sort of carved myself out of position 
doing some of that there. So that was probably my number one thing. And then probably just learning like React a whole lot better, actually auditing performance in React and making things snappier. And uh, I put out a couple series this year on promises and async await and learned those a whole lot better than I ever have. So I'm going to say that as far as technical things and just one, I think just non-technical things, uh, probably empathy and patience with, with people and with myself, just knowing that people are in different spots in life and to just try to consider them better. And um, that's it. That's cool, man. Dude, huge props for putting out all the content you put out this year. Like, man, I like you've got, you just got four kids or five kids now? Four. Four kids, yeah. Four kids, a wife. You live in Alaska, so you end up having like more chores than all of us. You got to split freaking wood. You got to, you got to, <laughs> you like haul in halibut in the middle yeah. of the winter. You got to do all this stuff, and you still somehow find the time to put out like two courses and plus like a blog series on performance. Like, oh, yeah. massive props for that man. Like, you, yeah, appreciate that's that. insane <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. So, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, and so anyway, and, I, and fighting geysers. Alaskan yeah, geysers. Oh my word! <laughs> while seriously, while publishing awesome articles and like tools for Tailwind. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, so well yeah. done, Andrew. Good Thank year you. for you, man. Good year. I know it was a hard. Like this last couple like weeks has been super tough, but dude, like overall, just like from external on my side, like seems like you've had a super successful and productive year. So well done, man. I appreciate that, guys. That actually that means a whole lot to me for sure to hear. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. David, how about you, man? What have you been learning this year? Mm, learning a ton of like non-development related things, just like how businesses should work and how they actually do work, you know, taxes, accounting, all the crazy boring stuff that is not fun for developers or people like me. But a few of the technical things that I learned were I got to dive in to React pretty early on in the year. Not necessarily, I guess I did for like a like an SPA kind of a project, but I get to use these tools in like weird ways, I guess. Like I used React to build a um, an email template generator. So like you could post uh, to the server with some data and you would get an email template that was correctly, that was valid for, you know, email purposes. All the CSS was inlined, everything you needed. Uh, and I, I built a, a little tool that used React to do that. So you would use, build your templates in React and then you had a web server that you could hit and you would just get the HTML back and you could send it off. So that was pretty cool. And then I kind of played around with the generating like whole sites with React uh, kind of dynamically based on like, you know, like a JSON config file. So that was pretty cool. Just using React in ways that I, I guess it's not supposed to be used. So that was pretty fun. And just being over on the React side where I've kind of mostly stayed in the view lane the Vue.js lane. Yeah, what are your, like, so what are your thoughts? Like, you know, you've done some React, you've done some Vue, like, uh, is it, you know, is it still like a thing where you would say, yeah, just depending on the situation, I would use React in this, or I'd use Vue in this, or have you found that there's enough, like, they share enough of the same surface area that you would say, I would use Vue 95% of the time, unless like I came into a project where React was already in there or something, or like, what, you know, what would your opinion be on that? Cause I'm looking into like learning React uh, just so that I kind of have it in my tool belt. So if I ended up jumping into a project that had React, I'd at least be able to like do something. But I'm just interested to hear your opinion on that. I actually really enjoyed my experience with React. It, there was so much common stuff between Vue and React that just kind of like labeled a little differently. And so starting a new project, I probably would still stick with Vue just because I think the mental model is a little simpler. But 
and a lot of things are already kind of figured out for you, whereas React kind of gives you a lot of flexibility and not a lot of opinions. Sure. Uh, so, and I also know Vue. I've been around since it started, so that's you know what I'm comfortable with. But I, I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed React, and uh, actually, the thing I want the most that I'm trying to bring more into my Vue workflow is JSX. Okay. So, Interesting. That's, that's so a like big render step functions from where and that I was. sort of stuff, like your templates being like straight JavaScript and not actually like yep. templates. Is that what it is? Okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. Because it's kind of like it almost seems like that reminds me of what they're doing in Tailwind with like instead of having a JSON config file, like it's a it's a JavaScript file, right? Yeah. So like, do you kind of get some of the same benefits when you're using JSX? Is it's literally like instead of having HTML, which is just markup, you literally have a, a language that you can do stuff with, right? So you're not limited by like, this is what HTML can do. You have JSX, the power of that, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a f there's different operations that are a lot easier to use when you're not like looping through a string template and then you kind of bypass all the weirdness with the DOM. So like if you're uh, generating a table and you have like a, a table, like the TD component, you can't, in Vue, you can't just have like a TD that is a component. You have to like, because the way tables are validated is that anything that's not a TD inside a table will just get lifted out, and so you'll mm -hmm. get kind of weird rendering errors. So you have to, like, do some workarounds based on the DOM template kind of idea, whereas React just kind of just totally bypasses those. Hmm. As far as I know. Okay. Andrew could yep. speak to that. Um, yep. But so it's some, really some good of those changes. things are simpler. Really, really good changes came out in the React 16.2 you know how in JSX like, where you have to have like a wrapping component or wrapping like div or whatever, yeah. like an entry div, mm -hmm. they've actually Apparently. adjusted that where you don't have to have that now with something called a fragment. Mm -hmm. But, uh, that's yeah, really key to too. now, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty annoying in, <laughs> in all yeah. these JavaScript things I have to always have a wrapping div and you're like, sometimes right. that affects the height of a certain thing and you're just like, ah, now yeah. I gotta <laughs> yep. height 100 on that. I mean, I guess non-technical things were, I learned how to market things better, you know, with the launch of Push Silver Infinite and yeah. some of that stuff. Uh, definitely leaned on Adam Wathen's, uh, uh wisdom for that. Always asking him questions, so I learned, have owned a, owe a ton of any success that I had with that with to him, and him just like helping me out with that. Uh, That's cool. I mean the 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 most heavy thing, you know, is just like kind of this year was kind of been made a major bummer. You know, like my dad died and some job stuff didn't work out like a bunch of job stuff. And then just like working feeling kind of like I was overworking the whole year. Hmm. Um, just kind of a, a turd of a year, but you know, there's always like silver lining weaving through it, you know, throughout each month and each day. So, but yeah, it, it learned a lot about patience and kind of like how to grit through hard times and, and look at the bright side and not let things that I can't control bother me. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, hey, hopefully 2018 looks up for you, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the nice thing about like a new year. It's just like a fresh start, you know. I don't yep. know. It, I mean, the funny thing is, it's literally just another month. Yeah, it just starts mean? over. Yeah, yeah this is another it thing. Is, it's just another month, but there's something so special about like a new year. It just feels like, I don't know. It just feels like another chance to like, all right, I'm gonna remake myself this year, you know, mm -hmm. like, or I'm gonna do things different this year. I don't know what it is. It's so funny. Yeah. Like I tried to this last year. Like, you know, we always make like all these resolutions and be like, ah, oh, crap, like I screwed it up. And then like, you almost like wait till the new year. Like I almost mm -hmm. tried to like treat each month as like, you know what? Like I'm going to use this month to like really try and go after this one thing, you know, set a goal for like the month instead of like, I failed on that goal for the year. So I'm screwed until next new year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, why not just 
do it today. Like literally change, like just change your mind or, you know, decide to do something different. Every so. day is a new year, depending on the offset you use. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I have to like just brag on David for just a second here because man, you did some like awesome stuff this year as well, dude. Like I, I'm really impressed with all the react stuff that you like jumped right into with the leather company. And man, it was awesome seeing that, that email generating thing that you did. And then all the extra stuff that you've been doing on like on the side for the Laravel community. And that's been really cool to see. So yeah, just a little bit of it. Yeah. A little bit of it too is like, you know, unfortunately i don't know if it's kind of like an unsung hero but like a lot of the stuff you have to work on with laravel stuff like you either like can't talk about it or yep. or like can't yeah. talk about it yet so yep, i know yeah. there's some stuff that you're working on that's like so exciting but it's just not quite there yet so yep yeah major props i know there's some seriously big stuff that you're working on that that will be awesome whatever it is so yeah i should work cool. on some cool stuff here this year i think that was a lot of the silver lining you know, got to work on laravel uh, Horizon and I don't remember if I worked on Forge this year or last year. I think it was last year. Maybe it was this year. <laughs> Forge and what was the other thing? Yeah, Horizon. There's a bunch of stuff in the in the pipeline. Yeah, you're you're my guy that's on the inside track. So if I ever want to feel bad about myself, I just ask you to tell me the secret things and you tell me no, and I'm like, oh, still not there. Still not there. <laughs> yeah, the funny Maybe part is I probably did like kind of say, but it's uh, it's just like the like an honor pact I ha- I hold to my myself to I hold yeah. it myself to yeah. Like, yeah for sure Cause if you, yeah because if you didn't you would they wouldn't tell you right if, yeah if you were yeah. just like loud about it like no but they wouldn't tell you they couldn't trust you TJ right. you're sort of in there too man I know you're in <laughs> secret chat and all that crap you slime back dude right, yeah. anyway <laughs> uh, honor pact honor pact yeah okay <laughs> What are what I get? Would they get a like tattoo or something? You guys have like a secret Taylor tattoo or something somewhere? You got to <laughs> do to get into, like, into the plan. Like the, yeah, <laughs> right. Taylor tattoo on his head. Yeah, you got to get in. That's a you know, it's a blood oath or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. like secret uh, surfer tattoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, how about you, man? What have you been learning this year? Yeah, it's hard. Like listening, I was I was talking to to Ray about this earlier, and when we were talking about this stuff before, and your your guys were. You know, we've we've had a had a tough time in the last weeks, the months, and the years have been tricky. And I've I said to Ray, like, I don't know, like I've had a reasonably good year, which kind of makes me feel bad. But like, I don't I don't think I've ever put myself, or I've ever been in the position where I have had a bad year. So we had we had a bit of a rough patch earlier in the year when my old work got sort of acquired, and it was a bit uncertain what we we're gonna do there, and we weren't sure if we were going to be made redundant and we weren't sure if we were going to like find some other work because the, the market's a bit quiet around the place, but things kind of worked themselves out with that, which was nice. But I guess my learning was, is, is kind of public these days. And a lot of the stuff that I learn, I tend to, to share, you know, with, with as many people as possible. Cause you, you get to that point where it's, something that you find yourself stuck on for just ages and ages and you think it has to be a simple solution and and the end of the day it always is a simple solution and i i say this a lot that whenever you learn something you need to share it because the 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 way that you teach it or the way that you explain it may be the thing that makes it click for other people so i guess my biggest learning this year was how to how to take what i learn and then share it with other people and in a way that I guess is is effective in helping them understand that as well. 
Um, so you know, I had I had a lot of issues with with file uploads, and I put out some some posts about that, and I, I talked a bit about things that I was doing with Nexmo and and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I guess talking about it for a while, but then being in a position to to then share it is is nice. I think I, yeah, that, that has to be the, the the biggest thing for me is just learning how how to share and when to share and what to share. With, yeah, with you folks. do a good job at that. You do a really good job at that. I appreciate that. I love your blog posts. They always are super simple to follow. Like that's definitely a skill set. You know what I mean? Like there are some people who put blog posts out there and it's just like, you get to the end of it and yeah. you're like, well, how do you do that again? Like that does not mm. make any sense. Like yeah. uh, I've always appreciated that about yours. I feel like I get to the end and it's like so clear cut. I'm like, oh, perfect. I can implement that. I can do that. You know? Like the S3 and, file uploading. Yes. Yeah. I kept that yeah. in the, my, my tabs for like, forever i still have yeah. it in there probably next yeah. to like some random yep. patch company yeah yeah it's um and it's, it's funny you say that i i find that myself with i find that myself with with posts that i read now and then is that a lot of them tend to be a tutorial on how to do a specific thing and i personally don't necessarily learn things from that style of writing hmm. which is why you know I, I will tend to there's a couple of things that i've written about that I've subsequently found out that there were posts about or that I had read and I didn't like they didn't stick with me. So yeah, being able to to write something that that resonates with people is is not an easy skill to learn, I don't think. And I'm kind of lucky that it comes reasonably natural naturally. But um yeah, you, you like I don't like those posts where as I said, it just reads as a tutorial to do this specific thing. I try and teach how to get from A to B without giving the specifics you know so it's not because it's kind of like stack overflow learning then you just copy and paste the answers you're not you're not yeah, learning yeah. anything that way so yeah yeah cool man That's yeah awesome, it's been dude. awesome it's been awesome i'm super stoked and, and very happy uh to have you as a co-host and all of our stuff too i feel like in some senses i just kind of like ride your coattails because i honestly <laughs> feel like my like if it wasn't for the fact that you were able to edit and do all that stuff or whatever with our podcast. I literally wouldn't even have time to do them. Mm. So I'm super thankful that we can kind of partner together and, and do that. It's very, very helpful for me. And I feel like it allows me to be able to stay involved in like the community and in podcasting and stuff because I literally just wouldn't be able to do it. So yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. Appreciate it. No worries. Absolutely. All right. TJ, my man, my man, TJ, TJ, welcome to the show, dude. When are you going to start your own podcast? Uh, it's maybe in the works. All right. I think you just called the TJ Miller show. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's, uh, I'll leak a little bit of it. Paul Redman and I are putting a little something together. So sweet. Nice, uh, man. Up, Love up, it. Upcoming. Love it. We'll definitely, you got, you yeah. got four people right here who will definitely be listeners. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. I and promoters. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Very cool. So, what you got this year, man? What have you been learning? Oh, uh, man. Dude, this year I think has been probably like one of the, bigger evolutions like every year like I learn lots of stuff and I think kind of like this has been a, a really big evolution as far as like learning code and like kind of just like evolving where I'm at with like my career and everything it's been yeah, uh, yeah. so it's just like all, heaps of code stuff just on the JavaScript front like I picked up react this year so I've been doing like a little react a little view really leveled up like a lot of my like back end and PHP stuff dove super deep into docker this year so that's like probably one of the bigger things that i picked up was you know containerized infrastructure and like how to manage that like non-code stuff man the i've been like really learning 
the lesson of how important like taking time for yourself is and like self-care sure um it's i don't know i find for myself that it falls by the wayside like all the time and uh it's been a big lesson this year of like how important that is and it's been like on and off you know like when i'm really on top of it like a lot of things are really good and when it kind of falls off like you have consequences for that that's been like a big like soft skill lesson that I've learned. But I don't know, like I similar to like Michael and Andrew and like yourself too, you know, Jake. Uh like learning how to contribute a little more, give back more, write more posts, do more mentoring, like taking opportunities to like help lift people up around you like and do that in a a way that doesn't take away too much from yourself, but also mm-hmm. like do it in a way that people will like actually learn and take something away from it. Oh sweet man. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, I'm trying to think, I think really like, I, I feel like you kind of came onto the scene like last year after Laracon, because mm-hmm. that was when I first time I met you was at Laracon last year. And then all of a sudden it was like, TJ, Hey man. Hey, like, how's it going <laughs> all the time? Like just always on Twitter, like always giving feedback to people, like being super kind to people and whatever. Yeah. So it's been, it's been cool to see. Um, and I know that you've helped me a ton with any of my Docker stuff. So that's been really helpful. And man, I, I remember that one time you, we literally jumped on screen here for probably like 45 minutes and you just showed me your whole like infrastructure with all your Docker stuff. Mind blown, dude. Seriously. <laughs> so crazy. Docker's so crazy. magic. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievable. And so, uh, yeah, that's been kind of like that. Definitely that one screen share was definitely a kickoff for me to be like, okay, this is like a real thing. Like I've got to learn something about this. And so I've got a couple different sites that I'm out of, you know, that I use Docker for just on my local machine. And it's been super cool. It's been super, super cool. So side yeah. note, have you, have you guys tried the uh, Chris, was it Fide, Fidelo? Fidel. Chris Fidel. Fidel. Yeah. Have, have you used his uh, Docker setup yet? Vessel? I have not used it. No. Okay. I've, I've tinkered with it. Like I did a deep dive on it. It's super solid. Like, so Laradoc, it was like a really cool project. I think that was like one of the like first projects on the scene that really made it like Docker really easy and tangible for a development environment. I think it kind of turned into a like one thing fits everybody solution. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gone like a little crazy. There's just like so much stuff in there that it's not as simple of a setup. And I think that's like what Chris Fidow is after. Like I know a yeah. little bit of it was just sharing like here's tools that I use. And yeah. um, it's just, okay, yeah. I think it's really streamlined. It's super simple. It's got like your web server, PHP, and I think it does like uh, MySQL and maybe Redis. But it's like really stripped down to like the bare essentials you need. It's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's on my to-do list this, well, it was actually this year, but next year is still on. There's rolling over. So I want to jump into that, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, I need to check yeah. that out too. Yeah, let yeah, me know. Over like, resolutions. I'm super down to help any of you guys out with Docker stuff. Okay. Awesome. Um, let's see. For me, hmm. <laughs> this year started out for me. Um, let me think about this. I got to think about this a little bit. I'm trying to think of when. Okay. So yeah, we. Um, I think we were pregnant beginning of the year, so that was kind of a thing. It was. It was a little bit touch and go we had some complications with the pregnancy last year that didn't end up working out. And so then we got pregnant again. 
again in the, the very beginning of the year and and he was kind of like we weren't sure if it was if he was gonna make it uh, so that was kind of a weird start to the year but uh it's been a really good year like in that so once we kind of got through that we had my son and he's six months old now um but uh yeah been super super busy busy year and uh i've made transitions in my job so middle of last year at some point or maybe it was really close to the end i can't remember changed over to kind of more like a lead developer role so that's been a huge transition for me i've been learning a lot uh in that area and uh they've been my job i'm very very thankful for the job i have but uh they've done like a leadership training program that i've been a part of for the last probably four months and that's been super helpful uh like i said like that seven habits book and uh tj kind of what you were talking about with like taking care of yourself and self-care like it talks about that in in uh the idea of like your uh, your production and then your production capacity and how the two of those are really like super closely related so like kind of like if you just always use your car, but you never change the oil, yeah, you're going to like, you're never going to have to take the time to change the oil, but you're also going to like, your car is going to break eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. So like there's this balance, like you've got to take care of things or else you lose the production that you would have. So like, it's the goose that laid the golden egg, right? Like the guy's so excited to get the golden eggs that he ends up killing the goose. And so now they can't have any golden eggs. Right. So this idea of like, yes, you can push yourself and to get more out of, you know, get more out of your, out of yourself by, by working more time. But at some point, if you don't like stop and rest, you're going to like wipe yourself out and then you're going to burn out for a while and not have any production. So that's been an interesting thing. Also, just trying to like reorganize my priorities. One of the things that the book, this book talks about is starting with the end in mind. And it says, okay, I want you to imagine in your mind that you're going to a funeral and they actually tell you to like, okay, get in a quiet space, like go do this, like visualize in your mind, like you're going to a funeral you are going into the, you know, you're in the funeral home, you walk up to the casket and it's your body there laying in the casket. They're like, okay, now this is five years from now. What would you want people to say about you if they were there at your funeral? Right? Like he was a good father. Like he was a good friend. Like this, they said, okay, now work backwards. What are the things you need to be doing today to accomplish those things in five years? Right. So like really helps you to focus on like, okay, what are the important things that I'm wanting to pursue in life? Cause that's, I mean, that could be reality. I mean, it certainly does, it's not likely, but like the idea of starting with the end in mind and, and getting in your head, like, what are the really important things? What are your priorities? And so that's been good for me. I've really kind of pulled back a lot from Twitter recently. I you may or may not have noticed I haven't been on it a ton recently. Um, just cause I felt like it was super distracting for me. So that's been really healthy for me to just kind of extract myself from that from a little, for a little while. Uh, and just kind of focus on my family while I've got like some super young kids and stuff. So that's been a really good thing for me just to learn to really just kind of set my priorities and, and focus on those things. And um, so it's meant like a little less production as far as like code stuff is related, but I feel like I've made some really good strides with like family things. So that's been a good learning uh, experience for me, kind of like non-technical stuff. Technically, like I learned Vue this year pretty well and I use it all the time now, love it to death. And also like atomic CSS. So David really, you know, has been pushing on this for forever, right? Like I feel like yeah. beard CSS was like <laughs> such a weird thing yep. to me when I first started talking to David and stuff. I was like, what is this? Like, this does not make any sense to me at all. And then I used it on one project. And I'm like, hmm, okay. All no. right. I can kind of get there. And now it's like I, every, every repo like that I work on, if it doesn't have some sort of atomic something in there, I'm copying mm. and pasting like my atomic, uh, you know, SCSS file. Cause like, I just can't stand to not have it anymore. Oh, yeah. um, 
so that's been a super cool transition and now all the developers that i work with all my juniors and stuff they're all like oh yeah this is definitely the way to go so that's been super cool uh (laughs) a super cool transition kind of this year that i i find myself um using that all the time and super i haven't even tried tailwind but i'm super stoked to try that out so view atomic frameworks for css i'm trying to think if there's anything else big but really just learning how to be a lead developer and how to kind of manage a team has been good for me so yeah yeah you and uh, you and michael started on the laravel uh news podcast too this year right so that's that's right that was the beginning of the year yeah beginning of the year that's an accomplishment being able to do two podcasts and keep up with all that i'm sure it's a lot of work uh yeah yeah. i think i think the, the the key part for that for both of us not to speak for jake but i think the key part was that we were we were able to maintain both of them um and that we do them on an alternating schedule so we we talked a lot about it last year around this time before we before we took it on that you know we really wanted to be able to keep growing north meets south whilst whilst taking on the mantle of laravel news and i think you know looking back on it a year later We've we've managed to accomplish that. I think, you know, North Meet South has grown pretty nicely. Laravel News has been ticking along really nicely. I mean, credit to Eric and to yeah for sure Paul, Paul who, Redman who yeah. basically do it do the they do the job for us. We just get on and and talk about Literally. what they write about through the weeks. So it's been really good from a I guess it's not really public speaking, but it kind of is. You know, we're not in front of physical people. But it's certainly helped me to get my thoughts together to, you know, verbalize them and to share them with people and not not to worry too much about, you know, saying the wrong thing and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Agreed. Jonathan Rennick is is a really prominent CSS guy and you know, I've I, <laughs> there's a bit of a running joke between me and him now because he's not, but you know, just being comfortable enough, I think, to get out and say things and realize that you have an audience and that you know, sometimes you may say the wrong thing, but, you know, being, I guess, strong enough or you having the guts to just go out there and do it anyway. Yeah, like you can't take yourself too seriously. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's been a good lesson for me too. Like I, I remember like, Michael, I remember our very first podcast when we recorded, like I was so nervous because it's yeah. like, this is going out to all of like three people who are going to hear me <laughs> and like have opinions about what I'm saying, Yeah, you know, and literally just like, you can't take yourself so seriously. Like people don't. Yeah. Believe me, like people don't think you're that cool. I promise. Like, there's yeah. not a huge expectation out there that you're yeah. like some, you know, amazing. Person, I think, especially so. the last two or three months, it's gotten to a point where we've been really comfortable with the way that we present both of the shows, and they're really laid back and casual, and we just, you know, shoot the shit and and have some fun yep. whilst delighting and informing our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> delighting, hopefully, hopefully. Well, folks, that is the end of part one of the second annual North Meets South Meets Dads in Dev Meets TJ Miller Christmas Extravaganza web podcast. On behalf of Jake and myself, I would like to thank all of you, all of our listeners, for sticking with us through 2017, for your feedback, for uh, hanging out with us on Twitter, um, and for all your kind words over the year. We both wish you the best of the holiday periods. We hope you have a great time catching up with friends and family. And if you want to catch part two of this show, you can grab that on the Dads in Dev feed at dadsindev.com. And other than that, we will see you in 2018. Cheers.